Welcome, 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 children of all ages, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I got a little backwards, but that's okay. It is Eat Sleep Podcast, Beat <laughs> FM 99 on the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. Hey, good evening, everybody. Happy Labor Day weekend. He's a little grainy. One of these days, we're going to convince Dave to hardwire his computer, so that way he has a... I, I, yeah, I'm working on that, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in any event, we are the host of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast since 2017. The number one wrestling podcast on both of those sites. It's also the only one, but that's not the, it's neither here nor there. Uh, and there are lots of ways for you to interact with us. We obviously are going to talk a lot of wrestling. But uh, first of all, if you need to figure out where to find us on a regular basis, go to FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. And you can find us right there under the media tab. ESPR makes your life really simple. Find us right there, and you can find a link to our RSS feed, which has all of our backlogged episodes, so you can catch up on everything we've done to this point over three years worth of episodes. So get on it. And uh, if you want to interact with us uh, specifically, directly, there's lots of ways to do that. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99, or email us ESPR at FM99.com. We always love hearing from you guys. And remember, uh, if for some reason you don't catch the whole episode now, you can always find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling on all your major podcasting apps. Subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And if you're watching along with us tonight, if you're live right now with us, make sure you throw in some comments, uh, questions, whatever you want to talk about. We uh, we love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, without further ado, I guess we'll get into it. It's time for, um, what are we doing first? Are we doing um, news? Uh, yeah, I think I think we're doing wrestling news because there's, there's a, man, what, what a there's, heavy week. There's actually news. some this week. Yeah, there's actually some wrestling news this week. We have, uh, yes, unfortunately, uh, well, first and foremost, we'll get this out of the way. The Rock, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out and said that he and his family tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, he, his wife, and his two little girls uh, all tested positive. Uh, luckily, they are on the other side of it now, and they're no longer contagious. That was loud. Um, I don't know if it was on my end or yours, but it was loud. I'm Okay, well, either way, it was loud. The uh, let me close that real quick so that doesn't happen again. Um, yes, the rock and his uh, his little girls and his wife all had COVID, but they're okay now. Um, but they brought up rock did a long Instagram post about how people need to take this seriously because he understands that just because they came through as healthy, he can't they're counting their blessings because they know that everybody is that lucky. Uh, because this is a very serious issue that we're dealing with as a, as a really a world right now. Um, and he, uh, when he said that, I think it's I think it's important for people with the stature of The Rock to admit that that happened. Yes. You know, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the one of the biggest movie stars out there. Uh, you know, oh, without a guy doubt. That, without a doubt. You know, doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't doesn't matter. You know, it it, it, it finds you. It's gonna knock you down. Well, and it's like he said. They found you know they've had some family friends. They've spent some time around and. You know, they thought they were safe. They were spending time with just these family friends. But the problem is, yeah. you never know what those fam- what those friends are doing when they're not with you. And uh, they, unfortunately, the friends were unknowingly uh, um, um, exposed to it, and they ended up catching it as a result. So, just a reminder, I think, to everybody to be careful and take care of yourselves out there. Where uh, you know, we we want everybody when we get out of 2020, we want all of you to still be around with us. So please take care yeah. of yourselves. Um, the Rock mentioned that, and then we got a message from Kevin Nat Whedon, but the online Kevin Nash put out that he and his family also battling COVID. Um, yeah. Apparently, Nash has had uh, he's been pretty lethargic. He's been worn out. It's been kind of kicking his butt. He, uh, he can't train or anything currently. I think he said he was on four or five days without being able to do any training, um, 
which for a guy like Kevin Nash is a big deal. Uh, yeah. So his son has it, but he's asymptomatic. So that's good news. And his wife uh, at this point, I think he said she's just missing her sense of taste and smell. So at least not more serious. That's good news as well. AJ Styles. Also, we found out the reason he was off TV for the last month was because he tested positive for COVID-19. So obviously he had to quarantine and stay home. Uh, he didn't have any serious symptoms outside of a severe headache. And there's something you got to take into account here. All these things I'm telling you about, everybody's having a different symptom. So this yeah. is why this is what what is so crazy is that so many people have so many different reactions to this and so many different symptoms that uh, you just can't ever predict how it's going to go. Again, luckily not too serious for AJ. He is back to work. We saw him uh, last week. Uh, was it last week on SmackDown? Uh, two weeks ago, he lost the uh, the IC title right before. Yeah, but he uh, showed back up last week, right? Yeah, he was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's back and everything. So that's that's good news there. Um, but he, uh, you know, it's it's. I'm hoping hoping the WWE has been really diligent about their testing and whatnot because they were behind the ball uh, when it came to that. I'm hoping they stayed diligent about it because uh, otherwise AJ, God knows how many people he came into contact with coming to work every week. Yeah. And, you know, it's a couple of things with this that, you know, AW has, I don't know if it's the, you know, if they're in a bubble or what it is um, other than John Moxley, of course, that was related to Renee Young yeah. uh, having a COVID has been pretty, you know, Pretty clean for for all that we know. I mean, there hasn't yeah. been any case of anything that we know. Uh, and the other thing with AJ was that I think this is the first confirmed case from a wrestler. I mean, we've heard it from secondhand, maybe you know, through Meltzer. You might be right. He might be the first guy on their roster to specifically openly say that he had it. Because we've heard reports about the wrestlers. I'm not going to say any name because I don't want to be wrong. But I think AJ is the first guy to come out and say, "I had this." Right. And um, you know, and he's bounced back. So yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's that's interesting that you bring that up. I hadn't thought about that. And I, I would wonder if he got any kind of heat for mentioning it, because he mentioned it on his Twitch stream. He didn't like, it wasn't like some announcement he yeah. made with WWE or anything like that. And we all know that Renee Young, when she tweeted out that she had COVID, uh, they were pretty angry at her for tweeting that out. So the... Um, yeah, and he had a couple of yeah, producers too, because it wasn't like, it was Jamie Noble and the other yeah. guy that we've been seeing walking around with the contract. She guy. did, uh, she did, uh, Adam <laughs> Pierce. She yes. did. Um, <laughs> she did an interview recently where she talked about how the reaction went when she uh, admitted she was, you know, online that she had COVID, and she said that it was, you know, she was kind of taken aback by by the reaction from the people backstage at WWE. It was was not like they were concerned for her; they were concerned because of the PR. And yeah. that's 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 bothersome to hear. Um, you you want to think that they they care about more than that. Um, but she, uh, she didn't seem too pleased about it. And really it wasn't until after we learned about those things that all of a sudden WWE started playing catch up on trying to do testing. Yeah. Um, well, and I think, I think part of it too was when, when you heard that John Moxley had to be isolated and you're yeah. like, well, it came from his house. It became obvious yeah. and pretty apparent. That's like, well, you know, uh, unless they're running out the house to, you know, spare room to a couple of strangers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Came from yeah. The, <laughs> the, it's a bummer, and you hear uh, Renee talked about this, and I I have to agree. Um, WWE getting named an essential business almost instantly when all this yeah. was going on. Um, I love wrestling. I enjoy having wrestling to watch, but the idea that something that wrestling was dubbed an essential business uh, while all this was going on, and WWE wasn't even doing the testing they needed to be doing at the time, is really bothersome and upsetting. Um, yeah. I, I, I do not agree whatsoever. 
Yeah, Sean says, and by the way, he says, with AJ well, stating he had COVID-19. You should specify which Sean, because there's oh, more Sean, Sean Sean DeGroff uh, <laughs> says, with, with AJ Styles saying he had COVID-19, would this encourage other wrestlers to announce they had it, or would they keep it hush-hush? I get a feeling they would keep it quiet, because of the PR that you mentioned. I, I know, you know, Plus, I also think of a privacy kind of thing, because you don't really want to go out and say, hey, I had this, I had that. Um, I mean, we, we look at other sports and, you know, like false positives coming out in the NFL and some players and then the havoc that creates until they, you know, get retested and then they don't have it. I, I'm, I'm fine with not knowing. I mean, you kind of make you make up some guesses when somebody's not on TV either. It depends. I, I, I think it's a personal decision if people want to announce that they had it. Um, I think a lot of these guys, like we just said about The Rock, it's a kind of a good thing for somebody like The Rock to say he had it because it kind of makes people feel like you need to take it seriously. Um, the, In that the, regard, yes. But with, with this, I feel like when you're at the level of an AJ Styles, what are they going to do to him? I mean, he's kind of one of their top guys. They, 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 yeah. What, how, are they going to punish him? I mean, how? He's making a boatload, a buttload of money. He's a pretty featured dude. Are you going to just take him off television because he's still making the money? I mean, yeah. and, you know, I, so I, I don't see what they can do there. Now, you were talking about somebody like, I don't know, Angel Garza. He'll probably keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying that, by the way, that Angel had it or has it or anything. We, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, hypothetically, hypothetically, if it was somebody like Angel Garza as opposed to an AJ Styles. Yeah, we, I just I just wanted to state that part. Right. You said what? No, we didn't. We didn't say that. Right. There you go. Oh, anyway, uh, more on the, on the rock level, uh, the uh, word jabroni is a word. Uh, it's in the dictionary. You know, it's funny. They added a bunch of things into the dictionary recently. Jabroni is the least bothersome. Um, yes. Jabroni. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, they added GOAT in for greatest of all time, which was silly. I don't love the idea of acronyms being added to the dictionary. I don't love that. Um, they also added IDJ, uh, IDGAF, which is I don't give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, Lord. They added swole, which, yeah. you know, I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> jabroni was the least bothersome one they added to me. I was like, yeah. all right, Jabroni. Which, I'm good with Jabroni. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, The Rock made the word famous. But that's yeah. not the rock's word. That word goes no, back to the Iron Sheet's word. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Sheet's word. If you ever said it in the promo or anything, but uh, I didn't recall, but obviously you he... said it backstage enough that it rubbed off on the rock. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He uses uh, it online all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah, oh, yeah. Myro yeah. um, yeah. gone from the company again. Um, a little bothersome. Uh, I like uh, Mauro Ronaldo, but. You know, there, there's clearly something there that's not working. Uh, yeah. it, w- whether it be just, whether it just be, I mean, Morrow's been very open about his own personal struggles with his his depression, his anxiety, um, and you know, just stuff he deals with. I don't know if that's part of the problem. I mean, in this environment, maybe it is. You know, uh, well, maybe, well, he mentioned he had some family things. I think he had to take care of too. I don't yeah, know he, he mentioned he mentioned some family that. stuff, but I mean, you know, what. Was was it that? Was it no? You know, was it a combination of that and something else? We never. We're not. We're probably not going to really know the reason for him being gone because it's not like it was yeah. this contentious. Like he's gone. Goodbye. You know, like it's, we, he he left. It seemed like they kind of just came to terms on the idea that I'm just not going to be here anymore. Yeah, so, which may explain uh, Wade Barrett uh, showing up. Maybe the timing. Of well, that. I would say yes and no because I think Morrow was going to be there with Wade anyway. Um, I think that the the other thing is what was it? Vic Joseph is now over there. Um. Is that who's uh, filling in? Wait, who went to 
Well, I know NXT UK is coming back, so I'm trying to remember who is right. who's going where because uh, they're working from home in the states. You know, I I will look that up. They're working from home. Well, for the uh, okay, so so NXT UK is coming back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That I am. The, annou- the announcers will not be there in person. They're they're going to voice. Oh, in in the UK is what you're saying. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so NXT UK is back, but the announcers. Yeah. So it, it is Vic Joseph with the yeah. Wade Barrett and Beth Phoenix. So. Yeah. Vic. I, Vic Joseph has actually done a very good job um, in that role. So I'm actually enjoying him uh, as the lead commentator over there. So, I mean, granted, I I would have preferred Morrow, but I like Vic Joseph, so I'm not, you know. I, if if this is best for Morrow, then then that's fine. I'm not going to raise yeah, a stink about it. And maybe in a couple of years he comes back. Maybe just maybe this maybe. get away for a while. Sometimes leaving is the best thing, and then you come back with a fresh perspective. Maybe he's just done. Because I got to be honest, doing live television is a pain to begin with, and doing it with somebody you know with WWE guys in your ear the whole time, it might be even more yeah. stressful. You know that is true. That is true. Uh, this story broke just a couple of hours ago. Uh, AOP, the authors of Pain. Uh, they got future endeavored. So which, which I, I was uh, hoping we could help them out because two weeks ago we brought up Austin Theory. He showed up on NXT. Um, <laughs> so I was hoping we bring up AOP last week. All of a sudden they'd show up. Nope, they get future endeavored. Um, bummer. Uh, we I, I I feel like they never really got to take off and and do much. But I mean, there's a downside of that. They they, they what they had two or three instances of injuries as yeah. things were kicking off, and it was like this kept happening. So at a certain point, I kind of see where WWE is going to be like, okay, we have to cut bait somewhere because. It, it, and this has happened with other wrestlers. It hasn't been that, like Luke Harper. I heard a couple of times, you right. know, and then, then it was Eric Rowan right in the yeah, midst of a push. Luke uh, Harper at least had accomplished more than they did. Yeah. Uh, you had um, uh, the revival. As soon as they came in, you know, they all had the new day. And then a week later, uh, one of the guys was hurt. I think somebody else got hurt. And and I, think fra- point, I think he fractured his jaw. Is what yeah. happened, and so he had to have his mouth wired shut for for a while. So, so, so guys like that, but you know, it, it's frustrating because you put this on the list of tag teams coming out of NXT that do right. not succeed. But I mean, FTR even like they had that injury right away, but then they came in and they kind of worked consistently after that. AOP, it was, I mean, literally they came in, they did a, they did something for a little bit, then one of them got injured, then they came back, and yeah. there's an injury, and they did the Seth thing, and there's an injury, and it's like, all right, well. At a certain point, are we getting our return on this investment? Uh, you know, yeah, I, I like the AOP, um, but I understand that, especially in this climate, this is financial climate. WWE has to be wise about who they're spending their money on. Well, and, and can we forget the uh, the time that they had with um, who peed his pants? Oh, Drake Maverick. <laughs> yeah, uh, Drake. Josh. By the way, says uh, AOP never clicked on me. And, and he's, no, they didn't. It never worked out. And he also adds, by the way, miss you guys. Had a second a few months ago and uh, had uh, behind on the professional wrestling uh, since. You guys are live by the time I catch up and get the email soon. Thanks for the content, Josh. Oh, well, Josh, it's nice to have you back, man. And congrats on the kid. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats on that. But uh, yeah, for ALP, it's, it's, it's a shame, but just put them on the list of we tried and uh, it didn't work out. No, it didn't. And I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. They, they'll maybe they'll be back at some point. Maybe they'll end up in AEW. Maybe they'll end up on impact. I don't know, but but it's it's we'll see if anything happens with them. I I it's a bummer because I like them, but yeah, what it is. yeah. Uh, so then uh, the other thing, um, looking at NXT vacant, still your champion. Two weeks running, two weeks running vacant. Um, still uh, still your NXT champion. Um, yeah, the the you know I gotta be honest. I watched the Iron Man match, the four way Iron Man match. 
and it was good. It was very good, but really not up to what I expected with the four guys in it. Um, I, I, think, I think there was too much going on in this match um, that that led to the finish because of, of how it went down. Because there's just you know now I mean it's better than a triple threat. In regards, to you don't get one guy laying outside the ring. You know, you're able to do a little bit more at the same time. But yeah, but there were so many so many instances of two guys laying down outside the ring. Yeah, and it just it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't pack the excitement that I expected from a match with these four guys in there. Um, I, I thought we would get a little more of uh, a, 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 a little more drama, but like, I don't know. I didn't feel ever. I didn't ever really feel like it, there was a big dramatic finish we were building to. Um, yeah, well, because I think it was like the last fifteen seconds of the match. There's like two pinfalls, which I mean, you know, you figured, okay, at this point, you know, it's all tied. Somebody's going to get one, and then. You know, and then uh, Cole gets the you know last second you know pin, which to me, by the way, I'm bothered because we go okay, well, it's uh, you know Cole and and Balor tied, so next week it's going to be one on one. Why? Why? When Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels tied, we went yeah. to sudden death overtime because it's stretching out for ratings. They had they had a good. I mean, had a good I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but I don't care about the actual reason. Logistically, on television, it didn't make sense because oh, they've no. they've had this situation before. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah. Like they, they shouldn't have gone to the overtime. It would have made sense that that, that yeah. they did that. Okay, it's you two guys. You know, I, what's it going to be next week? Two. I mean, it's just a straight up match, right? That they're going to wrestle yeah, for. As far as I know, yeah. I mean, no two out of three falls. <laughs> Josh, as far as I know, it's just. Uh, first time vacant ever defended uh, in WWE history, I, I, I believe. Uh, I think winter time was when the uh, Austin Taker Kane thing. I think that, I think they went an extra pay per view without. Uh, uh, buddy, uh, the the WWE title was held up in abeyance uh, for a good long while. Abeyance yeah. held that title for I don't remember how long it was. It was yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah. So that's 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 but, happened. I mean, it's a little frustrating that they you know you, you go through all this. You get an hour match, and you know you want something settled, and then you got to come oh, yeah. back next week. I mean, I, I, it's a little bait and switch. Yeah, oh, which hundred percent, which NXT does not do a lot of. No, so it's a little frustrating that uh, that that they did this. But, well, uh, and they, they, they a lot of stuff like this is they don't do often. Like they don't do a lot of overbooked finishes. They don't do a lot of of dusty finishes. They don't do a lot of. They try to try to give definitive things and and really give you what you came for. So I understand once in a while doing it to break up the formula. You know, I totally get that. But for me, it just didn't work because I, I I left being more disappointed by the finish than I did uh, being like, oh, man, like I need to I need to know who's going to win. This is kind of like uh, dragging out like Kofi uh, trying to, you know, getting a spot in wrestling. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Kind of, kind of felt like that. So uh, those are the uh, the news stories, and it's uh, time for uh, one of our uh, favorite features. Watch this. Bam. Oh, wait, not that one. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. not that there one. There we go. My, one of my favorite segments, uh, either or. Right, either or. So uh, one of them, by the way, is a, a big news story that, that came out in wrestling right when we did our show last week. So here we go. Either okay. or. Will Brock Lesnar end up in UFC or WWE? So Brock, yeah. a uh, free agent, if you will. I'm seeing that with quotations for those that are listening uh, to our sound. I mean, he's he's technically. I, I don't understand the quotations thing. A lot of people have been doing that lately. He is a free <laughs> agent. His contract ex, his contract expired. He is not beholden to anybody at the moment. He's a free agent now. Just because he's most likely to return to WWE because of the money and the schedule, 
doesn't mean he's not a free agent. It just means that's the most promising solution for him. Um, but I don't know, man. I could see I could see him being kind of done with wrestling because what else does he do now? I I, I think um, if if there was an audience, I think he would go. Oh. He would stick with WWE without a doubt. If there was an audience, well, the thing is, if there's no audience, they're not using him. So I think Correct. that's the reason his contract expired. I don't think this yeah. is a Brock would want to stay if there was an audience. Brock would be getting used and getting paid, you yes. know, for the appearances. So he'd, you know, that's why he'd be staying. But it's so it's like they just don't have a use for him. So really, for me, I think it's better for all parties concerned if Brock just goes. He's done essentially all he's going to do at this point. We don't need him to make anybody else. He's he's he's. No gone through all this stuff at this point i just you know move on and and do your own thing like because if he comes back i the only thing brock lesnar can really do is be in the wwe title picture and nobody wants that it's it's worn out at this point yeah because I, I don't think there's, there's nobody i mean unless he's uh fighting uh keith lee or which a, even uh, then would be cool if i thought we were going to get more than a five minute brock lesnar match with eight suplexes and you know it's nothing but finishers, which, well, you know, yeah. that works sometimes, but it doesn't always work. So for me, I'm going UFC. I think, Brock, this is a time if you want to go try and do one or two more big fights, now's the time. You got uh, uh, DC just retired. Stipe Miocic is still up there. He's going to probably beat Francis Ngannou, who he's already beaten before, and it really, was, it really wasn't that challenging. Um, he's always going to beat him. John Bones Jones is talking about moving up to heavyweight to fight him. Um, there, there's, there's dudes in heavyweight that could be interesting fights right now. And John Bones Jones sent out that awesome tweet where he was talking about Stipe and all that. And then at the end of it, he just randomly goes and Brock, I'll beat your ass too. And I was like, awesome. Give me Brock and John Bones Jones. Now (laughs) I will pay whatever the exorbitant prices UFC charges. I don't even remember. I will pay to watch that fight. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to UFC if he goes anywhere. Because that's where the money is right now. Because yeah. there's no payout for WWE. So that's where you're going to go. Uh, Patrine, by the way, says UFC is where he's going to go. Sean DeGroff says, I think Brock will stay out until there's an audience again. That's where I agree with. He does. Uh, if he, When he does come back, I believe Vince will keep it quiet. Like a Royal Rumble return. Which, right. that would be big, depending who's the uh, champion. It could be. Yeah. So so we'll see. So that is. Um, so we, we agree on uh, that one. All right. Uh, here's uh, the next one. Maybe. Either or, which iconic member will have a better singles career, Peyton Royce or Billy Kay? Um, who better? Um, in the sheer fact that one of them might really get used and the other one not so much. Because uh, I could see this not lasting long before they decide. You know, we made a mistake. Put them back together. Um, but it, for me, my, for my money, it's it's Peyton Royce. Uh, see, I, I think I think they're going to try Peyton at first. I think that's why, like, she threw Billy Kay here in the yeah. ring on, on Monday to kind of solidify the breakup. But yeah. I, I think I think you send Peyton over to SmackDown. Um, it, it's a different scene over there than, yeah. it, than, it is, than it is watching Peyton Royce get annihilated on Raw every week. Right, that's going to happen for a while until they, you know, they realize, oh, you know, you know, we put them back together. But I'm gonna, I'm going to put my stake in. And in, into in, in uh, Billy Kay because I I just kind of feel it's going to take a little bit but uh, but put her on SmackDown it's a different crowd out there and I think I think she's going to do fine on that possibly mm-hmm. I don't know we'll see what happens I feel like I, I I do feel like whichever one leaves Raw will be the one that benefits yeah yeah uh, Josh uh, says uh, Peyton uh, Brandy uh, hi Brandy she says uh, Peyton Brandy. as well yeah I gotta I just see everybody's on my side Dave suck it 
The uh, <laughs> I just I just think Peyton is I. I don't. I don't know. There's more polish to Peyton. She's just got the. It's like when you used to watch the Hardy Boys and you used to just assume one of them was going to do better than the other. Now it's wrong sometimes. People make those assumptions about tag teams, and they're wrong yeah. sometimes. But well, it ends up Rogers being split up. Everybody thought, oh, Marty Jannetty is going to be the star. <laughs> I don't know a single person who thought that. I thought everybody <laughs> I knew thought Shawn Michaels was the star of that team. The uh, the but see, and that's the thing. People make these assumptions based on the teams. And you yeah. never really know which way it's going to go. It could be a million things. And they, there could be things behind the scenes we don't know about. Like when it gets to the fact that they're not a team anymore, maybe one of them buckles under the pressure while one of them really thrives on it. And yeah. you just you can't see that coming until it happens. So, Well, well now is the time to figure that out and see what you got in them because you didn't yeah. do enough with them as a tag team. I enjoyed them as a tag team. I like the personality. Yeah. Uh, but what's, what's what they can do on their own? But, but they have to be on separate shelves. That's the yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Either or. Who will beat Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT Championship? Former WWE wrestler or a non-WWE wrestler? So you got two guys that held this championship. They're both former WWE guys. So are they going to keep booking this title to be another WWE wrestler to come in and win this? Or are they going to you know, grow some you know, AEW guys up in this sense? Well, when you say former WWE wrestler, does it mean anybody who was ever under contract to them? Uh, Jack Hager, um, you know. No, no, because my pick is going to be Colt Cabana. Okay, see, I don't look at him as a WWE guy, but but I'm I'm saying, you know, some reason. But I mean, that's why I was asking, because he was under contract at one point, so I wasn't sure where we drew the line. I don't look at him as a WWE guy either. So if we're not looking at him that way, then I would say non-WWE guy, because Colt Cabana is my pick. Because otherwise, I don't know what story we're telling with him being a part of the dark order. Like to me, this makes perfect sense. You've got Colt in there. They can build up this, this, this animosity between the two of them and Colt can split from them and take the title off Brody Lee. Yeah. He's going to need that because he is kind of like the square peg in the round hole right now where he, yeah. he just doesn't seem to fit in that. If, if that's what they want to do, cause you know, Cody is going to be off for a while or yeah. whatever they got with that. He's going to be off learning how to tweet better. So he stops looking like a jerk when people have criticisms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really, but he should. Yeah, uh, but but that's what I think with that. But I, I think um, you know they they need they need to keep it off the of former WWE guys. Colt's fine, but it can't be you know it can't be Zack Ryder's new whatever he is. Um, you know, winning the title. They 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 gotta they gotta you set mean, up a guy. You said whatever he is. You mean Matt Cardona? His name? Yes. <laughs> um, He's been Zack Ryder for like ten years. I'm I'm just saying. I, shoot longer it, it, than that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The um. Yeah. I know. I agree with you. I. They need. I. I I agree that if it went to another uh, old WWE guy, that would be a mistake. That'd be a huge mistake. Um. But I feel the same way about their main championship, which we'll talk about a little later because we're gonna do an all. This is an all-out preview show. Technically, we just haven't gotten there yet. So we're. It's coming. Stick with us. Oh. oh, By the way, Josh. If you don't know, Mr. Brody asked Dark Order to give him Jungle Boy, and they brought him to Griff (laughs) Harrison. No, I didn't know that. Uh, didn't know that. <laughs> uh, all right, oh, we got uh, one more here. Either or, who should be booked as a babyface? Braun Strowman or the Fiend Bray Wyatt? Okay, should should be booked as a babyface. I uh, I mean, you uh, before the whole nonsense they just did, Braun would have been fine as a babyface, but now it, may, it, it doesn't work. It, it's not going to work at all. Um, and the fiend technically not much of a baby face. I don't know how you baby face that character really, other than we're just going to cheer for him because he's weird. So I like I I really don't see either of them being effective baby faces. But I think people will just line up behind the fiend because they dig the fiend. 
Uh, okay, if if they make the fiend the fiend a good guy, okay, I, I don't know like how old you were when Doink the Clown became a good guy and it just completely uh. ruined the character. Completely ruined the clown. The clown is a heel. One of my favorite heel characters of all time. It was great. If if you're gonna make somebody a face. Well, but I mean, by the same logic, I mean, you, The Undertaker. The Undertaker shouldn't have worked as a babyface, but he did time and time again. Um, it's just a, it's a matter of what they have planned for him and the performer. It's 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 all it's all going to ride on that. And yeah, I mean, Josh says, I mean, I agree with you there, but one of them is going to. One of them will end up. Yeah, Petrin says the same thing. Neither. One yeah. of them is going to end up being <laughs> a babyface. And again, I feel like we're these this, these terms are so weird these days. I don't feel like most of them apply as evenly as they used to you used to be able to point and go hulk hogan baby face you know what i mean uh jake the snake heel you used to be able to just point to them and know you know but now it's very it, it's way 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 more shades of gray than and people root for who they want to root for the fiend gets cheered he's been getting cheered since he debuted so yeah. by all rights he's a baby face the fans support him they root for him they want him to win but Story-wise, he's a heel. And really, I don't think much is going to change about The Fiend, except maybe who he attacks. Maybe. Uh, you, know, you know, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown tonight, because obviously with uh, Roman being the heel and being the Heyman guy, you know, this is the first SmackDown after payback. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to be telling. But I think Braun, you know, I mean, other than the whole Alexa thing, I don't care, whatever. But if Alexa's a heel, then he needs to be a face. I, I, so I'm sticking with Braun in this. So you can go with The Fiend. But I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I, I again, I don't think they're gonna change really anything about his act. He's just gonna be the fee, the the face by default because he's yeah. not Roman, and people are gonna cheer for him. <laughs> so. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird. It's a, it's gonna be a weird SmackDown. To see what it's they decide. The, the main event scene in SmackDown is very strange. It's very strange. And I mean, you look at it. Somebody's gonna have to be a face because I mean, you look around the main event level guys. There are very few baby faces right now on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, they need somebody. And I don't think you're gonna turn AJ or whatever to go after Roman. Uh I don't know. You know, you know, does does boring Corbin become a face? That would be odd. That's not uh, happening. That's you, you know, get but they what they do have, I think it's a it's a four way tonight, right? Isn't like um is it tonight or <clears> is, uh, is it tonight? I think is so. It, oh uh, uh, I, I will. I will read these comments here. Uh, uh, Gross says uh, Bray is a babyface only if Bray Wyatt can use the fiend personality, like Finn Balor uses the demon persona. That, that would be pretty cool. I, I, well, I mean, it, it's kind of what he does already anyway. He just uses it more frequently. Yeah, but if he's going to wrestle as the talk or uh, the uh, kid host, he uh, that character needs to be a, I'd say, better wrestler. I mean, what I mean is a better character because those matches have been extremely dull. Uh, I thought the last one he had wasn't bad. The the one with uh, the was it was it was him with Braun, right? I thought though that one with Bray wasn't bad. The story in that was okay. I just think he needs he needs people to work with that that can create a little movement because Bray's not that guy. No, no, he's not. And then uh, Josh is uh, that's a modern day Mark issue. Call me Cornette, but heel baby face dramatic as a mess right now. And it is. Uh, okay, so oh, okay, there is a four way tonight. It is Big E versus Matt Riddle versus Sheamus versus King Corbin in a four-way to earn a shot. I mean, this almost gives it away. It's going to be Big E. Yeah, it's got to be Big E. It's, which, which to me, there's your big baby face. There's your yes. big baby face. You yes. don't have to worry about anybody else. Big E is your baby face. Get behind him, put the rocket on him, and go. Yes, yes. 
I'd be, I'd be so, great. Uh, by the way, um, don't screw us in this far away and then drag out for the next couple of weeks. We, we just had don't. that. Next Please, don't. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. So, so that that's all of our um, either ors, and it's uh, time to uh, look at the big show happening uh, tomorrow. The really big show from AEW All Out. Uh, it is going. It's the second All Out. So good for them. They've made it to a second all out. I mean, I don't mean that to be, I don't mean that to be facetious. I mean that like dead serious. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy they've been around this long. Cause there were a lot of people who, Oh, when they were coming out, it was, Oh, well, you know, there's just a t-shirt company really there, you know, Oh, I'll believe it when it's, uh, they actually have a TV show. Oh, well, let's see if they're still around in a year. Oh, it's, you know, so, I mean, these guys, it's nice that they're still around. They're still doing this and they're still, uh, they're still proven, proven people wrong on a weekly basis. I, I really yes, enjoy yes. that. We really went former WWE guys or a tag team scene that's a mess or the women's scene, which actually I mean, really hey, let's far. let's be far. perfectly honest. Th- in that regard, they're not doing anything different than what WWE's doing. No, oh no. So <laughs> no. All right. So we we got a pre-show match, by the way. This is the match you can watch for free tomorrow. Uh okay. Brett Baker, who's finally back with uh Red Wonder Corner, uh taking on Big Swallow. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed this is in the pre-show only because I felt like I, this with the build up with, with Brett being injured and getting all the TV time and doing everything, a, a little frustrating on that. Um, I mean, if you, but my thing is this: it's not, it's not the match between them. It's going to be a, it's going to be a match, but it's not yeah. the match between them. They're going to, they will have another match, and this ain't it. Um, this will probably have a screwy finish involving Rebel. Um, I, 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 I expect, I don't really expect Baker to win this one, at least not cleanly. Um, I, I, it, if she wins, it'll be through shenanigans, but I, I think we might get a non-finish or a big swole, uh, thing to keep the rivalry going. Cause really I, it's I, all about Brit just wanting, really Brit is, is zeroed in on big swole and wants to, wants to do away with her. Yeah. I, 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 th- I think Brit wins with shenanigans, but it was clean up that like, they're going to have like, they have one more match, her coming back from the injury and everything, which yeah kind of feels like it's been quick. I mean, I know it's may or that maybe this year's that's so funny because to me, it feels like it took forever. So I, I uh, maybe because she's been on TV every week, I don't know, but uh, maybe. But, I, nice, uh, but, but nice to see her back. Yeah, in, in, in a wrestling capacity because that was the one that uh, I was aware of. Uh, I, you know, I had I had concerns. Um, she might, she she might. It's entirely possible. Yeah. It's the pre-show, and I feel like a lot of times the pre-show, the the good guy wins. Yeah, um, it's almost like the house match finish, but um, or the the house show finish, and. Yeah. The you know with, I, I was wondering when she came back I was thinking to myself how in the COVID era is she going to be doing that lockjaw submission and I got my answer this week on on Dynamite when she threw the lockjaw on Swole and she had her wrapped up and essentially the rings of Saturn which is what the move is basically and yeah. then she grabbed a face mask from Rebel so that she could use the face mask to put her hand in uh, 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 Swole's mouth and lock in the lockjaw now to me. <clears throat> I don't know that I. I don't know that I would do that. I would think maybe I would change it a little bit just to for the times we're in. Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was kind of weird to see that. I mean, like I, I like like if that was like a, a non-pandemic you know thing going on, kind of like Cody with the uh, you know the paper bags at one time. Um, mm-hmm. That that'd be fine. But it's a little weird right now. I, I just anything that involves putting your face and you know the fish hook or whatever else. Yeah, in their mouth. Just it, these days, it's, we're literally told not to do those things. Yeah. KFC got rid of their finger licking good slogan because of the the rules and guidelines from nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I don't love it. I feel like you could have adjusted the move a little bit. I feel like there's another way to do like a mandibular type claw without having your hand in her mouth. Do it underneath yeah. or something like that. 
Um, are, are, are Dua Claw like you know the old Von no, Erich Claw? No, no, no. Are the Bird? Are the Bird? I think it was Baron Von Rushkey, uh Did like the stomach? Or no, it's Killer Kowalski. He used to grab did the, stomach the stomach claw. Yeah. Oh, that it, that it, only it, that it, only works when you have giant hands, Dave. And even then, it's really not super believable. Yeah. The uh, the I that I, I that's one of my least favorite moves in wrestling. But the if you have big enough hands, you can at least kind of make it work. It, it, which, by, by, by the way, speaking of hands and, and mouths, um, I mean, The Fiend is doing that with, with his... Uh, yeah, and I don't uh, love it. And I don't yeah. love it. Not a, not a big fan. I think there's other ways to get around that. Yeah, uh, this match can be interesting to me is the uh, match, the Broken Rules match, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. If Hardy okay. loses, he must leave AEW. Okay. I'm going to say this right now. One thing that I want AEW to stop doing, just just stop, please, for me, Okay. Stop coming up with cute names for every kind of match you have. I don't need it. It just reminds me of Impact, and in a bad way. It reminds me of all the really corny Impact matches. The Feaster Fired, the King of the Mountain, the Monster's Ball. The, the I mean, we always had to have a name for these matches with their own weird little gimmick. You can just have a match. And if it's a hardcore match, just call it a hardcore match or a street fight or something like we know what it means. Broken rules means nothing to me. I don't, un- that means nothing. You know, wrestling fans are conditioned to know certain things. I don't know what the hell broken rules means. Hey, uh, okay. We, we just came out of a couple of okay, six months ago. <laughs> we had a boneyard match. Nobody knows what a boneyard match is. We're yes. just going to have this. Match. Yes. And we griped about it all the way leading up to it because we're like, what the hell does that mean? You know, but it was an outstanding match. It was mm. great. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And I'm not saying it can't be, but but AEW does this crap all the time. There's a, there's there's two more uh, matches on this card that have yeah. their own little weird little gimmick to it because we can't just have normal matches that people are used to. Because of, and I like the creativity is great. I'm with it. I'm I'm into it. But like you got to give me something. Don't just call this for the sake of calling it this. Like I need to know why is it called that? What what is leading us to this point? Because Matt Hardy's not even doing the broken gimmick now. No. So like why? I don't know. Well, I will say this: um, the stipulation to me is dumb because it, you know because uh, Matt's going to win this match. I mean, he should win this match unless he should. I mean, no. Sammy won the last one, so I mean, logically, yeah. I mean, we'd think Matt Hardy wins this one. Um, <laughs> and, and I, I will say, great dude. His great balls of fire, John. I, I am with you. Great balls of fire was dumb <laughs> as hell. I hated that name. By the way, if you haven't, you should go back into our archives and listen to our great balls of fire preview and review. Oddly enough, like our most listened to episodes ever. I don't yeah. know why, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it was a thing that happened. But it's just you know, it it reminds me of the, these. It, they it just. The names make them come across as corny, especially when there's no real difference and there's no discernible difference. Like King of the Mountain, okay, they called it King of the Mountain because you had to, you know, you pin somebody and then you could qualify to climb the thing and hang the belt and then in, in TNA. I hated that. It was an unnecessary extra step that really just kind of killed the flow of the match. It didn't, and they had another one in TNA too between, I can't remember what they called it, but it was between Chris Harris and, um, James Storm, when they split up as America's Most Wanted, they did a match that was kind of like a last man standing match, but first you had to pin the guy, and then they would do a count. And I'm like, what? Oh, um, have they done that before? Because they had that in uh, Savage and Crush in uh, WrestleMania 10. It was a false count everywhere. 
You're and right. You had to get back to the ring in like 30 seconds. And, wasn't and it was dumb. Yeah, and it was dumb. But see, this is what I'm saying. I don't need too many of these cutesy things, and I don't need too many of them on one card. It, it, it makes the card gimmicky, but, you know, it's frustrating because when WWE does their TLC pay-per-views, yeah. it's like, you know, but, but then it's weird because, like, the one year they didn't have any gimmick matches until, like, the last match of the night or whatever. Which is so funny because people gripe because they're like, oh, it doesn't need to be. And, and then they're like, oh, well, where's all the tables and matches and the chairs matches and the bigger neighbor? Yeah, it's like, make up your mind, one or the other. But for me, I'm like, I don't need the cutesy stipulations in, in a third of the matches on the card. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, like everybody has to have a title in WWE. I mean, I think every match. And again, this is <laughs> this this is just my personal gripe. I'm not saying everybody has to agree with me. I'm not saying it has to be. You you even have to remotely think I'm, I'm saying, but I'm just <laughs> it. It just it comes across as, as as corny after a while. I'm not okay. This match does not have a name. It's just a tag match. No, yes, okay. just a tag <laughs> match. Um, oh, well, but I'm probably be in the ring at the same time. Uh, you know, this should be fun. Oh, it should this be a should lot be of fun. Um, um, but let them have a tag match. Please, you know, let's I expect match. I expect the Young Bucks to win this, um, yeah. but I'd like to be pleasantly surprised and have Jurassic Express win this because the Young Bucks, we've kind of told the same story with them since the debut of AEW with, hey, they're really great. The end. That's kind of all we've said. And yeah. I'd, I'd like Jurassic Express to get these meaningful wins in situations like this. So we, you know, we had um, um, Jungle Boy came, you know, he, he wrestled MJF. That's what it was. I couldn't remember. And, you yeah. know, he came close, but he couldn't, he didn't beat MJF. And oh, and then he wrestled Cody for the title, uh, but he didn't beat Cody. And then you know, it's like, and they get in these tag matches in situations like this. And it's like, oh, they're a good team. Oh, they're not that good. You know, so it's like, I really want Jurassic Express to get a win that they can really lean in, lean on. And this would be that win to me. And I feel like you could tell some some story here with the Young Bucks and their frustration because they've been very clearly frustrated with everything going on with Adam Page and Kenny Omega yeah. and this that and the other thing. So I, I the implosion of the elite could be that storyline. Um, but I, I'd like to see Jurassic Express get the win. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. I would love to see Jazz Jurassic Express get the win too. Uh, by the way, if I, if, I, if I were to poach two guys – it's sticking with like a WWE. It would be Jurassic Express. I, I love. Oh my god! Uh, if I could poach two guys I, and tell Vince McMahon, don't touch them. Like you're not allowed <laughs> to do anything with them. Keep your hands off of them. You can't write a single line for them. Go away. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like that. Then yes, I'm with you, Jurassic Express. But if we tried to bring him in and let Vince do something with them, oh my god, we'd have a Barney the Dinosaur ripoff. And you know, Jungle Boy would would they call him like Little Tarzan or something next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I go with the Young Bucks. Uh, should be a fun match. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm up and down. I'm up and down on the Young Bucks, but uh, here's a match with a lot of tag teams. It's an eight man uh, tag team match: the Dark Order versus Matt Cardona, uh, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. Ooh. Um, it's not nearly as scary as it sounds. Um, <laughs> oh, that's this, this is, this is set up to be, um, you know, kind of their revenge for what happened to Cody and everything. But yeah. I don't think you get the I don't think you get your revenge this fast. I, I don't I just don't think it happens. No. I think the Dark Order. I when it's you know, what's funny was we said the Dark Order is in this match. Do we know who from the Dark Order is in this match? I will tell you in a second if you want to talk about the. Um, well, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Matt Cardona. Well, I, I know Cody leaves in the match because he's not defending his uh, title. So he you, but he, we know he's in the match. See, he's in the match. Okay. Um, okay. With Brody Lee being in the match, I'm I'm 
going to go ahead and say, I think the Dark Order is going to win. Um, if it was just like the, the mindless grunts they have, then I'm not so sure. Then maybe Matt Cardona and Scorby Sky and them. But if Brody Lee's in the match, no, nah, he's he's they've they've lit him up like crazy right now. He's not they're not doing that yet. He's 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 going to get the win. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 it's, I think it's got to be his team because you can't, you know, remember we, we always talk about factions and whether or not like, you know, factions need to win and yeah. everything else. Yeah, it's Brody. It's called it's Evil Uno and, and Stu Grayson. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's too early to have the ascension between Colton Brennan and, uh, and Brody. Well, he's 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 openly kind of looked a little confused by the things that that Brody does and this that and the other thing. So I could see there being being more of that, but it's, he's not going to just straight up turn on on. Yeah, like you said, there's it's not the the, the the actual dissension is not going to happen in this match. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's got to be a while. You got you got to build up to yeah. it. Uh, anyway, Chuck Fisher. Hey, Chuck, thanks for watching. What hey, do you Chuck. guys think of Tim Cornette's criticism? Of AEW, which uh, I from time to time I'll listen to uh, Cornet's uh, podcast. I, I guess probably more than you do, but uh. <laughs> oh, you without you one hundred percent listen to it more than I do. I'm gonna go ahead and guarantee you of that right now. I um, I, I can't listen to that guy talk much. I, I I think sometimes I think he gets too critical, Chuck. I I, I think uh, if there's certain things where I, I agree with, like you know, we're gonna get to one of the guys in just a moment. Uh, he completely puts down. I'm talking hands in pocket guy, Orange Cassidy. Uh, where you know he doesn't get how some of these guys are are getting you know the pushes that they get when you know some of these other guys where you know and I think you mentioned there's like too many cooks in the kitchen and nobody's got like you know a hand of like hey we should be doing this or we should be doing that because everybody's got all the ideas and just messing it. Well, we you know that, that without a doubt I, I do think that's the case sometimes and we'll talk more about that uh, a little later. One of the problems I have with Cornette is I think he is stuck in a certain age of wrestling and he refuses to move forward. He is 100% stuck in the heel face dynamic, which we've, I'm sorry, the advent of Stone Cold Steve Austin changed that forever. Yeah, changed um, all that. And not only that, he said some really awful things that have kind of made me take his opinion less and less seriously. He's been of the mind that you use uh, Nia Rose, uh, Nyla Rose, the way you get heel heat with her is with the transgender thing. Like, no, that's kind of going against the whole point there, man. Um, he's 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 referred to different people like in an AEW as what did he call them? Um, utter wastes of flesh. That was his description of them. Like he just sounds like an angry old man who's mad nobody's listening to him at this point. Um, and, and, his, and his comments about Becky Lynch when Becky Lynch was pregnant. And I'm like, yes. You know that that to me, and I, I'm a Cornet fan. You know, I I because I, I grew up in that era. You know, right, when, I get it. Yeah, you know when, when he was the manager and, and everything. You know, I mean, by the way, if you want to laugh, um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Um, you want some cheese? Uh, Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I forget their team was called. Um, but YouTube a video of those two guys, the Venturers or whatever else, is the corniest video ever. But but that 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 was his era, you know, the old Memphis wrestling scene and be on Charlotte and Atlanta yeah. fighting the crowd. It, that is gone, you know. It, it's yeah. it, it's you know we're never going to go back to that. I mean, wrestling is more of a business now. Your promoters make money, so he does kind of give his mindset off that. Like he does complain about some things, that I do agree with that we gripe about on the show. Oh yeah, I, other things. Not not saying at all that the guy doesn't have any clue what he's talking about. I'd never yeah. say that about somebody like Jim Cornette. He just these days he sounds more and more out of touch. He he kind of he's starting to sound like what we say Vince is every week. 
you know, where he's just he's he's getting he's out of touch with what is wrestling these days. Do I and I'm not in any way, shape or, shape or form saying that I would be better at any of this than Jim Cornette. I think Jim Cornette still has a lot of really good ideas. I think he does have some things to contribute, um, but I think he would have to take a more open minded uh, approach to being a part of booking wrestling in 2020 to really. Uh, uh, oh, there you go, Dave. Um, I. I, 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 yeah, I think it, he'd have to take a more open-minded approach to booking wrestling in 2020 to really not come off like Sean DeGroff just put it as an old guy yelling at kids to get off his lawn. Yeah. Uh, he needs to be more like more open to these new styles of wrestling, more open to these different kinds of characters. Like I get it, you you're not used to a um a a Orange Cassidy. Like that sort of thing is weird to you. It doesn't, you don't understand why it works because in your day it wouldn't have worked. And I get that. But the thing is it works now. So if well, you're not, if you're not getting it, you're missing something there. Everybody else isn't wrong. You're missing something. Yeah. Well, and he also, he's also frustrated. He doesn't like Kenny Omega because Kenny's has exposed the business. You know, when he wrestled the, uh, the right. ball doll or, or whatever it was, and right. that really bothered him. I'm thinking like, you know, what guy is it like playing wrestling or, or whatever else can relate to that. It's, it's like sometimes you just gotta. What kills you know. me though is he thinks that at that point in our in 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 the world that that exposed wrestling. Have you Funny. seen the crap that the Undertaker has done? Have you Papa Shango anybody? I mean, <laughs> what, not even just that. I mean, let's go back. I mean, 1990. What was it? Eight, nine? When um, Beyond the Mat came out. I oh, mean, yeah. that. Come on, that's Jim Cornette's in that. He's in yeah. some of that. And that completely pulled the curtain back on it. You know, I mean, there was no hiding from it anymore after that. So to me, yeah. it just seems weird for him to gripe about anybody, you know, giving away the business and this, that, the dude, come on. He, I, I, he also wasn't real, real uh, fond of, of women being on top. I remember that. No, no. But I, I think part of it was, and, you know, because I listened to his comments about Mandy uh, Rose and Sonya Deville mm -hmm. match, um, you know, saying that like, like he likes some women's matches, you know, but he likes the good woman matches. Right. You know, like not every woman's match is a good match. I'll agree, but not every men's match is a good match. I was going to say, but like that's a dumb thing. But that's a dumb thing to say because like yeah. not every match at all is a good match. Like that's, it, that's it, just exactly. how it is. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just how it is. You know, and that one, like, like we, we cut the girls slack because everything is going on mentally with everything. Oh, with, with, with man, with Sonia and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's in that, but uh, yeah. All right, so yeah. the next match, uh, 20 man casino battle royal. Winner receives a future AEW world championship match. I'm not going to name all the competitors. Uh, if you're watching this, they're on our screen. Uh, but I have one pick on this, and okay. it's TBD. TBD because they have a habit of every battle royal, it's a guy that's just going to magically show up in this, in this battle royal and he's going to win the whole gosh turn. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I think that could happen. I mean, you say every time, they haven't had a bunch of them yet. Um, the I'm kind of Adam Page. It was uh, I, I forget they, the other well, one. But Adam know. Page, I mean, but he was a part of the roster. It is what it is. You know, that's that's the way it goes. Um, and remember that happened because of some other issue they had that night. That's I remember what it was. But, yeah. Somebody said, "Oh, yeah. I don't want to lose." Um. So in any event, uh, in this one, I'm looking at it, and really, this is this is an interesting one to do because depending on who comes out of the night as the AEW champion really affects who I think would win this match. Um, if if MJF comes out of this as the AEW champion, I would say, in all honesty, I think maybe Darby Allen 
wins this thing. Um, you know, because, those guys would match up quite well because of the size. And and I, well, and I think MGF would be able to cut some great promos on somebody like Darby Allen. Um, if it's if it's um, John Moxley comes out of this as champion, you know, you look at the guys in this match, at least that are named so far, and you think to yourself, all right, probably somebody like Lance Archer or Brian Cage. Um, but well, in all honesty, my Cage pick, won the last battle royal. Didn't he win the last battle royal? Like, he won he, the ladder match thing. He won the ladder. Yeah, match he, yeah that's right. Because but he was TBD because Taz brought him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would enjoy. Uh, in all honesty, if I'm picking who I want to win here, I'm not going to pick who will win because I have no clue. Um, yeah. AEW is hard to pick sometimes. But who I want to win because I'd love to see the the matchups that that could happen. Uh, I'm going to pick Pentagon. Because I think Pentagon yeah. could be incredible as a top guy. Yes, yes. I'm going TBD. So that's, that's fine. fine. I, 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 that's I, a solid I, choice. <laughs> that's a solid choice. You know, with guys who have left WWE recently, with guys who are, are available in the indies, that's entirely a viable choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. so we, we shall see. But I wonder who TBD will be. Um, but that, it's got to be somebody that's involved in the finish, if not uh, winning the match. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus FTR. We totally Blanchard in the corner because uh, perfect fit. Um, I like totally being with FTR. Um, I'm going. Yeah. I, I'm going uh, uh, FTR on this one. Uh, they've I, been. It, lo- I, it looks I, like they've I, I been. They've been building the Omega Page split for a while. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm Sasha Banks Bailey over it. Uh, I wanted to just happen already because we've been doing this angle with Page where he's on the outs with the with the rest of the guys in the Elite for a while. And the FTR is poised. They're the hottest tag team in the company right now. Yeah. They've still got some steam coming off of them from leaving WWE and everything. This is the time. Put the titles on them. Yeah, as much as we complain about former WWE guys winning titles, uh, just it's, it's a time to get the belts off Omega and Page. Let this is this is, what's funny though is I feel I always feel different about it, like saying, "Oh, it's the former WWE guys." FTR former WWE guys, yes, but the only place they really got to shine was in NXT. They were misused yeah. repeatedly on the main roster, and but but everybody was still aware during that time that they were one of the best tag teams on the planet. You know, yeah. it's it's not like he, it's not like they were, and I don't mean this is to be disparaging, even though I'm not a big fan of the guy. It's not like we take lovable loser Zack Ryder and all of a sudden we're supposed to present him as Matt Cardona, this badass who's ready to fight people like that. Nah, nah, that's where I have to go. Okay. Former WWE guy that you're that that it was really kind of unnecessary. Yeah, um, yeah. Hoping, but it should be a good match though. It should be a good match. I'm fully expecting a good match. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm thinking FTR gets the win here. All right. Um, so the <laughs> Mimosa Mayhem match: Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Match to be won by pinfall submission or throwing the opponent into a tank of Mimosa. WTF? What is this? Well, first do we have a card for this one. Um. The uh, I, I, oh, I can't, yeah, even, okay. no, um, we're running out of time. This is, this is one of those things I know. This is one of those things that's just, it's just, I, I'm, I'm awful with it. I, I, it was unnecessary to make it this. Uh, it, it's it's going to end up with somebody in the tank of mimosa, obviously. It, it and, just sounds so WWE, and, I, and this is we're not WWE. This sounds like a WWE match, it would be, you know, AJ Styles versus some, you know, Baron Corbin and, uh, you it know, just sounds, it just yeah, sounds corny. Yeah, it just sounds down. corny. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't think that this match, what's funny is I think part of the rest of this feud has actually served to elevate Orange Cassidy, but I think this match actually serves to lower Chris Jericho than it does to raise Orange Cassidy. So I, I don't really see a quote unquote winner in this, but uh, I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy to win the thing. Yeah, Orange Cassidy uh, throws Jericho on the Jericho. bubble. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, well, one match left in the card. The main event of the evening. You got the AEW world champion, John Moxley, trying to defend against MJF with Wardlow, and Moxley is banned from using his paradigm shift finishing move in the match. Um, he's got other ways to win. I've enjoyed yeah. the, the feud thus far. I would actually like to see them put the title on MJF. And now's Man. the time to do it. You're experimenting anyway with all these different ways to do things because you don't you know, have crowds. Well, you have little crowds now, but. You know, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago. Was it too soon to put the title on MJF? Um, yeah. You know what? Yeah, do it. You know what? We, we've been MJF fans since, uh, you know, since, oh, since yeah. we've seen him in AEW. You know, you know yeah. he, he was our most improved guy last year. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy we saw as a star. Uh, the promos have been great. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know he can. I mean, the fact that he, he can talk as well as wrestle and everything, you know, this is, I kind of felt bad for Joey Janela because I thought Joey's going to be one of those guys. And when Joey's on TV, he's not as cool as, uh, as uh, MJF right now, but right. Uh, put the, put the title on MJF, let this happen. Let's have some fun. And, and that he would never, sh- he would never shut up about beating John Moxley. No, he would, would not. Be fantastic. The, only way, the, the only way Moxley wins this match is hitting the paradigm shift when the ref isn't looking because right. that's how I could see that happening, but I could also see MJF winning by using the paradigm shift because Moxley's banned from using it, not MJF. That's it. You know what? There you go. That That's how that comes to an end. So, there you go. But that's my You're pick. So, thank you. Thank you. I need my hat. <laughs> uh, AEW all out. Uh, that's, that's our predictions for it. Uh, again, this is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back on. Are we doing Monday or are we waiting until Tuesday, Dave? Um, yeah, we got Labor Day. Uh, so I guess yeah. we'll come back Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll come back Tuesday and we will review AEW All Out. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, remember, if you want to listen to us, go to your all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. You can find us on all of them. Subscribe, give us a five star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it when you do. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. Really the same way on both of them. So you can find us on there. Email us ESPRF99.com or you can always find us on 1069thefox.com and FM99.com under the media tab. ESPR right there links you to our episodes. And uh, until next week, well, next week, like four days from now, <laughs> four days from now. until four yeah. days from now, when we go back in on all out, <laughs> uh, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody. Happy Labor Day. Be safe. Be good out there. See you later. <laughs>